This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. I am always Griff. <laughs> always me. He's never I'm not Griff. Never not Griff. Never nobody else. Just true Griff hero style. <laughs> <laughs> and with me as always is my trusty sidekick Dave. Hey. So this week's episode, this new episode of doing, we watched another movie. We watched Castle Freak. We did. But first, before we get into Castle Freak, what have you been up to, man? Uh, whoa, nothing overly exciting I can think of off the top of my head. I was sick last weekend, so I managed to sit around and watch movies and feel sorry for myself. Nice. Anything good in particular? Uh, some stuff that I probably shouldn't have watched yet. <laughs> <laughs> some stuff you acquired? Yeah. Some stuff I found just lying around yeah. up there in internet space. Nice. Um, yeah, watched the new Puppet Master, watched a film called Upgrade, watched a terrible John Gotti movie with John Travolta in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was mostly just lying around six, so I didn't really pay too much attention to any of them, yeah. um, except for Puppet Master, which was awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Uh, what about yourself? I imagine you were out and about, if I remember correctly. Yes, I recently came back from Bloodstock, which I- was awesome, as always. And for those few listeners we have that don't know what Bloodstock is, what is Bloodstock? It is a festival, a music festival, featuring metal bands. Uh, the headliners this year were Judas Priest, Gojira and Nightwish. But the main draws for me were two bands, Emperor and Watain. Uh, were those two draws, did they fulfil the, the fantasy requirements? Yeah, um, Emperor were awesome. But Watain definitely stole the show. They um, they had lots of like props on the stage on fire and stuff like that. They like, they just put on a hell of a show and they were fantastic. So they delivered on the music front and on the entertainment. Oh, absolutely! Front. Yeah, yeah, they're incredible. So, uh, yeah, festival wise, you've been to quite a few over the years. Yeah, I tend to, you know, we've done download a couple of times and our yeah, tangent festival. Um, what's the sort of layout for Bloodstock? Um. It's smaller than Download. Right. And there's a lot less walking than Download. Nice. Download's a fucking nightmare for walking. Yeah, don't like the walking Download, you take a note. 
Yeah, <laughs> please take note because it's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, now you walk in and there's like a few campsites spotted about. Obviously, my wife's pregnant at the moment, so we stayed in the quiet camping with all the families and stuff like that too. Um, yeah, like a five minute walk into the arena. This, like, we went two years ago and um, you were allowed to take plastic containers into the arena. Right. So obviously, like, if you're drinking a pint, you could just walk in with it. Yeah. This year, though, they wouldn't allow you allow any plastic into the arena unless it was empty. Wow. I know, yeah. So, like, walking in with a bottle of Coke, you'd have to down it before <laughs> going into the arena, which is fucking ridiculous. Or, like, a bottle <laughs> of water. Especially if you've already topped up the rum. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I did manage to sneak my hip flask in every day, so that was pretty cool. But um, like, if you're walking through with like camping chairs, there's sort of pat down your camping chairs and shit like that as well. Right, checking there's no hidden booze. Yeah, like, yeah, no cans or anything like that. So, I mean, people still stuck shitloads of cans in. I saw one guy with like a can belt. Nice. How the fuck did he get on? Just under his coat, can yeah, yeah. belt. Whoosh. He was buying them that day. He couldn't wear a coat. He was just wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> it was blatantly obvious there was something underneath it. You know? I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was going to be my main question, was what they like on the booze front. Yeah, I mean, pints, they were like 4.50. I mean, I've definitely been to festivals where they charge a lot, a lot more. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. And what's but, the food um, like? Because that's my other main yeah. concern. The food is incredible, actually. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, one day we had like a hauled out loaf of bread filled with chilli. Oh, nice, And then man. they pour like garlic butter on the bread they take out. Oh. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, another day we had like a giant Yorkshire pudding like mash and beef and gravy and nice yeah that's good so proper foods not like yeah, just the, yeah, not the like junk food standard burgers food greasy whatever. stuff yeah 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 that's one of the things I really like I think why we keep going back to Arctansen because it's really lenient on the booze yeah we could take it with you and the food there is always like it's good food yeah definitely to be honest though like the last time we went to Arctansen it did seem, did seem like they were going a bit more in the direction of the bigger festivals where there's a bit bit more separation between the arena and the camping yeah whereas like the first couple of years there was no separation at all you could pretty much camp in the arena but um they've separated now last year i'm not sure it was like this year obviously it didn't go yeah it didn't go this year but so. um i can see it going that way to be honest yeah i think you'll do well they might have their reasons for doing it yeah um but yeah i'm, I'm keen for trying next year I, yeah, I, like, I don't mind having a break from festivals every now and again yeah. but uh, that's the line of Tangent one wasn't exactly great this year was it yeah I wasn't too overly impressed um, there were a couple of bands there that I would really like to have seen hmm. um, Giraffes Giraffes were playing yeah um, and Guck yeah I want to see Mirka to be honest yeah. that would have been the main draw for me though but uh, yeah we'll have to see what they deliver next year hmm. and uh, Avaganda so um, you saw Hereditary recently didn't you I did I watched Hereditary not so long ago what did you make of it um, I personally thought it was fantastic yeah um, yeah it just I went in without knowing too much I watched like a teaser trailer for it mm. so I had a sort of rough well not even a rough idea really of what it was saying because the trailer doesn't give much away but there's yeah I had, I had an inkling of what they were trying to do kind of a feel for the film if you will yeah um but yeah, went in and it fucking blew my mind. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on yeah. in terms of like sussing out the plot. Yeah, yeah. There's several layers to what's going on. Mm. It's not just it's this kind of film. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's there's a lot to it. Um, yeah, it's fucking great. It's definitely going to feature my top ten list at the end of this year. Yeah. I reckon. Um, watching it in the cinema again. 
other people, man. What is wrong with people in yeah. cinema? Like, yeah, I know. when you go to the cinema, for all you listening, here's the rules, right? This is this is the cinema rules for how not to be a fucking arsehole in the cinema. <laughs> <clears throat> you go in, you buy your ticket, you buy your popcorn. If you're having popcorn, you buy your drink. You walk in, you take your seat. You apologise if you have to walk past anybody, right? Then you bear in mind you're sharing armrests with people because you've got people, so people, you've got a person to your left and to your right. So if you walk in and there's a guy sat, you're sat on to the left of somebody, somebody on the right, and you put your arm down and there's some guy's arm on the armrest, yeah. don't just keep it on top of the other guy's arm because that's fucking weird. Did somebody do that to you? Somebody did that to me during the Meg. And I like pulled my arm away instinctively, like, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. And he just stole the fucking armrest. He didn't turn around to like, you know, all right, it was dark, but surely he noticed me pulling my arm away. So make sure of your own space. Yeah? Be be cautious of other people in your space. Spatial awareness. Yeah. And then, put your phone away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put it on silent. Yeah, definitely. And put it away. Yeah. And finally, don't fucking talk. (laughs) Nobody wants to be sitting here in the cinema listening to you talk to your buddy about how you want to go from a fucking McDonald's later. Or did you hear that Kathy banged fucking so-and-so? Nobody gives a shit. People want to watch the fucking movie. Like, if you want to chat, get up, get the fuck out, and go chat in the lobby. Yeah, totally. There was this fucking woman, right, during Hereditary, (laughs) and she fucking pissed me off no end. Yeah. It's not a simple case of kids doing all this shit, right? This this point case in fact makes my fucking point. Right. You get grown people doing this shit as well, being fucking dickheads. There was a woman. This is your fault. You got me fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman sat next to me who must have been, I don't know, grandmother age, right? Make it that way, you will. Yeah. And next to her was her daughter. So her daughter is what I would call a mother's age, right? A mum figure right. type. And this age. is in hereditary, yeah. So this is in hereditary. Yeah. So mum in her late thirties, forties, mm. a grandma in I don't know, fifties, sixties, whatever. Yeah. And they sat there and they're fucking yapping before the film starts. And I'm like, well the film hasn't started, so fair enough, but if the film starts I'm gonna have to ask him to shut up. Yeah. So in hereditary, hereditary uses a lot of um, sound to its advantage. So he uses a lot of like sound effects, and one of the things they use is a fucking click, right? Like a, a tongue click, like a. Oh, yeah. right? Every time the film when the fucking woman, not the granny, the yeah. mother figure yeah. sat next to granny would go. What? Like pointing out there was a fucking click. Yeah. I heard the fucking click. Yeah. I know the fucking click was there. You haven't got a fucking click. Don't click. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So. Yeah, cinema rules. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Sit down, shut up, enjoy the film. And watch the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. But yes, no, Hereditary was fucking <laughs> awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, can't believe it to come Just out. I'm pick everybody it up. else that you hate. Just every- I hate going to cinema. Like, yeah. if I ever make you win the lottery, yeah. I'm gonna like start a chain, a cinema franchise, like a chain of cinemas. Griffin's. Only Yeah, like rancid monkey movies or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah. And it's gonna be like strict rules where like if you talk, you get out. Yeah. No like warnings. Sorry, chatting. Fuck off. Yeah. Get out. No refunds. No nothing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think my cinemas will probably do very well. No, but no. like, <laughs> oh, it's just so annoying. You pay all our money for the experience of going to the cinema, yeah. and to have it ruined by people talking. Yeah, is fucking. Ah, oh, I had to ask like a few weeks ago or a few months ago rather. I can't remember what we were watching now. 
Um, shit, what was it? Oh, I forgot where this is going. But yeah, there were people like talking, so we have a few rows behind us. And ev- like literally everybody was like looking, like turning around looking at them to say, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. up. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody eventually went to get us, Stuart. And they told them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's like, um, like a, the, the, there are certain movies, like A Quiet Place, um, I'm not sure if we talked about it before, but like that movie is a perfect cinema movie. Like, yeah. perfect cinema movie. I would have completely avoided that movie hmm. if it, the circumstances hadn't been correct because other people go to the cinema and fucking ruin it. Yeah. Um, as it happened, I was free, Chris was off work, and it was an early showing, so yeah. we went. And there was nobody else there but one guy in the back. Yeah. And so it was perfect. Yeah. And like, our buddy Chris, he got up at the end and he thanked the guy for being quiet and not being a massive <laughs> dick. Like, <laughs> he's just like, is this what it come to? Yeah. Is this what you have to like you thank to people? For people to sit there shaking hands to. with yeah, people yeah. as they leave. Like, yeah. thanks pal, you were an asshole. You are, you were a fucking cunt. Yeah. Don't you ever come back again. Yeah. But yeah, no. I think there needs to be, people need to be getting on top of this fucking cinema business. Yeah. Sort people out. Yeah, definitely. But speaking of cinema, I also went to watch The Meg. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. I've seen it, so with the wife. And, uh, yeah, man, it's... It... To be honest, like, I, it looks good. I do want to watch it, but then Jason Statham's in it. <laughs> <laughs> it is basically like a polished sci-fi movie. Right. Um, is Jason Statham the typical Jason Statham character? He's pretty badass, Jason Statham, but he yeah. doesn't really, like fight sharks right okay so there's no like underwater kung fu yeah yeah he's not like jumping on and punching him in the face and stuff yeah, yeah not really um but yeah no that was there were a couple of things that like I understand some people have complained that like oh it wasn't the you know shark movie they were expecting because they yeah. wanted blood and guts yeah, yeah but it's a megalodon yeah how can you have blood and guts how if you like have... it just swallows your whole sort of exactly yeah. you can swallow fucking boats like yeah. whole so you can't have it chewing somebody's arm off no, yeah. because it just, <laughs> just wouldn't register. It, it doesn't work, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, if you're after something that's just your brain bubble gum, just yeah. go in and chill Chain out and have a bit of a laugh. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't take itself at all seriously. Like it knows yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, that was really good fun. I like that. Yeah, good times. And we'll probably also feature on my top ten list. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just because I find it really hard, because <laughs> I watch so much old stuff, yeah, yeah. to like so keep a tab stuff, on yeah, yeah. what's like new releases. Yeah, totally. I think it wasn't until last week I had four movies on my top ten list that went like over halfway through the year. <laughs> I need to start adding some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, we watched back to the the movie in question. Mm. We just Castle watched Freaks. Castle Freak. Oh, Castle Freak, right? Yeah, yeah individual freak. Um, do you want to take a guess as we've started to do the whole IMDb, thing. IMDb score thing because it's quite interesting yeah. do you want to take a stab at what Castle Freak was uh... Uh, I'd say 7 Whoa, 5.9 what yeah there's not a lot of love for Castle Freak Cheers. Uh, made in 1995 um, yeah tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-three percent on the tomato meter. So the critics, okay. the critics quite liked it. Yeah. Audience score of forty-four percent. Ooh, that's low. Ooh, fucking audience. Yeah. Um, Stuart Gordon, another one of his. So Reanimator from Beyond, where you know we've also teamed up with Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Coombs yeah, on like a H.P. Lovecraft inspired story. And um, 
yeah, on a personal note, when I went to the HorrorCon in Sheffield, I met Barbara Crampton. Um, Chris was talking to her about Castle Freak. Yeah. Because Chris took his Castle Freak brewery to get signed. Mm. And uh, she was saying to him about how it seems to be more popular over here than in America. Like in America, it didn't do very well at all. Oh, okay. But over here, in sort of Europe, because, yeah. you know, the UK's part of Europe yeah, yeah. for a little while <laughs> <Yeah>. longer. <laughs> God knows how long that last. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, as a whole, Europeans really take a shine to it. And whether yeah. that's because we've got castles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah. We can relate. We can relate. Everybody in this area. We've all got a freak in a castle, that's fine, yeah. Everybody in this area, we've a castle, has seen the freak. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite cool. And she mm. also let on that. Um, oh, Christ, I can't think of his fucking name. The guy who. I always. Zala? The guy who wrote and I believe directed Bone Tomahawk mm. and Brawl in Cell Block 99 let me find his name S. Craig Zahler I'm going to say his name is yeah. Z-A-H-L-E-R if that's incorrect please feel free to not tell you not tell me yeah. <laughs> um, yeah he wrote the new Puppet Master and Barbara Crampton also said he's also working on writing a new Castle Freak yeah after watching this Castle Freak, how excited are you for a new Castle Freak? Pretty excited. Definitely. Yeah? I haven't seen the new Puppet Master yet. I'm quite excited to see that. I may acquire it. Yeah, Puppet Master is well worth a watch. But yeah, no, I'm, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be hyped for a, for a new Castle Freak, definitely. So back to this Castle Freak. Uh, did you enjoy it? I did. Um, another standard thing for me is music. Um, the music was done by Richard Band. We also did the music for Reanimator and um, From Beyond Normal. And I mean, one of the standard things for me for Reanimator was the music. I think he did a good job in this. Not as good as he did in Reanimator. Yeah, the score for this is good. Um, he's very sort of string heavy scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Reanimator score in particular is one of my favourites. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't say I'm overly familiar with Beyond. I have seen Beyond. Yeah, I can't think of what. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm struggling that to remember what that is like. <clears throat> but the Castle Freak one is definitely a good one too. Mm. Um, yeah, you haven't seen Castle Freak. Freak but oh, fuck it now. You haven't seen Castle Freak before, no? No, no. I'm... So first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here we are. First time. What do you think? Run us through, Dave. What what happens in Castle Freak? So, we begin with an old woman. Old woman. I can't speak today. We begin with an old woman in a castle, the titular castle. She's got a cat, and a, another type of cat, a cat of nine tails. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And she takes both cats down to the basement, or the cellar of the dungeon. Yeah, it's like the cellar, so, isn't it? Yeah, like the cellar <clears throat> dungeon type place, where she begins whipping a freak, the titular freak from the title. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then she goes to bed and dies. <laughs> Pretty much. I think she has a heart attack. I yeah. think that's what they sort of suggest. Yeah, yeah. But then you pan across to her face and she's got all this Mold weird shit on it. Yeah, I yeah. think that's supposed to suggest the passage of time. Ah, so it's, it's been a while since. Yeah, because right, the cat's bowl, it does like that weird pan where like we come past the cat's bowl yeah. and it's empty. Yeah. And the sausage that she was cutting for oh, feeding yeah, castle freak is real weird. The bread's yeah. gone mouldy. Yeah, yeah. And she's also gone mouldy. Yeah, right. So I think it's supposed to sort of suggest the passage of time. Yeah. How much time though? I don't know. Because again, never question the science, folks. Yeah. But 
how long did it take them to realise she was dead because apparently she doesn't leave the castle for 40 years yeah so that means however long she's been dead for Castle Freak has been without food and water for yeah. also yeah yeah but and the cat <laughs> and the cat yeah never question the science yep, don't question the science um, and then next shot is uh, Jeffrey Coombs Barbara Crampton and their daughter their blind daughter we'll find out why later dun 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 foreshadowing <laughs> Um, and they're driving through Italy with the his lawyer I think yeah I think it's a lawyer that's been sort of hired on to handle the estate that's right yeah because he was a descendant of or like a relative of the old woman we yeah. see from the beginning of the film and he's inherited the castle and all its contents I believe yeah there's no money involved they've lost the money during the war Somehow, I don't know how you lose money during the war. Dropped it. Just, just yeah. <laughs> just whoop, gone. My <laughs> castle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Lost it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's lost. They've lost the money. So he's got the castle. Yeah, he's got the <clears throat> castle. Uh, yes, yeah, so he's got the castle, and I believe he wants to sell the castle. That's right. Yeah, he asks his lawyer how much it's worth, and his lawyer says he has no idea. I don't know, senor. Nobody's been in here for forty years. Yeah. Maybe it's been forty years since. The woman died. Wow, that would be like... Science would tell me that it couldn't <laughs> possibly have been for Don't question years. the science. Yeah. Because he would definitely be dead. Yeah. We're not questioning science, so maybe it is what he is. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe she's just like a hermit and she just stays in there with a castle. Maybe it's just like a few hours and she's just gone moldy really fast. <laughs> yeah, because she's old. Yeah, yeah. So happens to old people. Maybe the humidity more. humidity in the castle has just like sped up the... <laughs> she's been lying down having a little sleep. Yeah, yeah. Mold. The humid. Fuck. <laughs> and the moss has yeah. started growing. Again. The mould. <laughs> Scraping mould off everything every morning. Waking up in the morning with mouldy teeth. Yeah. yeah. Mould coloured <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they come. They get dropped off at the castle, and they get to have a little peruse around. And uh, they meet the maid. Meet the maid, who isn't a sexy American horror story maid. Yeah. She's, she's an old Italian woman. Italian woman that speaks pretty good English. Yeah, yeah, she's got a good grasp of the English language, definitely. There were a couple of cases where she sort of she's speaking English and then throws in the Italian. Yeah, I think of. a few characters do that. They throw the occasional Italian word. But then, like, she knows exactly what the English bit is because, like, she keeps correcting yeah, people. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, oh yeah, and a bella, and a what, and a bella, beautiful. Yeah. And not so, quite often she'll say the Italian word, then say the English word. Yeah, straight after. Yeah, yeah. So why do you just fucking say that in the first yeah. place? It's because they're trying to remind us they're in Italy. Ah, they go for authenticity. We forget. Yeah, I don't want to forget they're in Italy in a mm. castle yeah. with a freak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're in a way there's a freak yet. They don't know. Yeah. Um, the lawyer has told Mr. Coombs that the best bet would be to inventory everything so that they could then look at prices. Mm -hmm. So I believe they settle down for the night. They do. And, and then Barbara Crampton says to the maid, um, can you can you make up another bed, please? And oh, she's all like, that, yeah. she's all, oh, are we expecting guests? And, and no, it's it's for my husband. <laughs> so then we cut to Jeffrey Coombs trying to sneak into bed with Barbara Crampton, yeah. and she's, she's having none of it. Yeah, she's pissed she's about something. She's not happy at all. 
Jeffrey has Paddy and goes back to his own bed. But then he hears something. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds like a moaning from the bottom of the well from the cellar again. A child crying. Is there a child crying? Because it sounds a lot like the freak just going. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. he, he says it sounds like a child crying when he's having that oh, conversation yeah, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the maid. No, it doesn't sound like that at all. That was it because he has the dream first, doesn't he? Before he wakes up. Ah, yeah. Sorry, sir. Yes, Jeffrey. We see we see Jeffrey Coombs, an intoxicated Jeffrey Coombs, in the car, and his daughter's in the front jibber jabbering away, and he's all, oh, "I gave you back to your mother," slurring and drunk, and his little boy JJ. JJ, yeah. JJ's in the back on some sort of handheld computer console game thing. Yeah. But he drops it, and he takes off his seatbelt to get it. So drunk Jeffrey's all like, "Get your seatbelt back on." Yeah, he's looking behind him. And there's a car coming, he has to swerve to miss out the way. And now he crashes. And I think JJ gets thrown from the car. I didn't see that. But but you don't, yeah. I don't think you see him get thrown from the car, but you see the daughter's lying on the floor and she's got all glass in her eyes, crying, screaming. And Jeffrey's all like, JJ! <laughs> JJ! Walking around. He turned into an old English man for like a couple of minutes. <laughs> it's because he's drunk. Ah, that's, good. <laughs> that's my drunk American. I get it. <laughs> And you see him sort of walk past the car and away and towards the main road, and he's like, "No!" And yeah, evidently he must be JJ's dead. Yeah. Um, there it is. And then yes, he wakes up in the castle. So we've got a backstory. We know why Barbara's pissed at Jeff. It's because he killed the boy. Yeah, I mean she's got a good reason, I guess. Yeah, he used to be a massive pisshead, and he killed their boy and blinded their daughter. Yep. So he used to cry in. <clears throat> Potters down to the basement finds the wine cellar yeah picks up a nice vintage bottle of wine 1950 something yeah pricey yeah yep, definitely and nice. he smashes it against a pillar yeah I was going to say I'm not sure he must smash it he did because yeah, yeah. I don't think he drops it no he's still got hold of it yeah yeah yeah. he's pissed about you and the pissed about you and the baby yeah. the baby the child's yeah. cries the freak yeah he's angry about something definitely he's angry he's pissed because he got woken up I know yeah. how he feels I'm super pissed when I get yeah, woken up I don't like getting woken up no. I don't go smashing bottles of wine because I'd have to clean them up. Yeah, and I haven't got bottles of wine to yeah. smash. Yeah. <laughs> Usually. Smash bottle of cider. I haven't got a castle. Yeah. With a true. wine cellar. Yeah. If I, I did, mean, if I did, if I did do that, it'd be in my kitchen, and then I'd definitely have to clean it up. <laughs> if I had a castle though with a wine cellar, I'd oh, yeah. I'd be on the smashing bottles every day. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Wait a minute! I'm so angry. I have to go to the wine cellar. Um, yeah, no, so yeah, smashes the bottle, break, breaks his hand, doesn't break his hand, yeah, cuts, cuts his, his hand, hand yeah. and goes back upstairs only to find the maid. Yes, and she she asks him why he's awake, and he's like, well, why are you awake? You know, what are you yeah. asking me for? What are you asking me for? I'm the fucking boss. Yeah, yeah. You're the exactly. fucking maid. I've cut my god on hand. <laughs> Ask me questions. Yeah. But then she sits him down, gives him a glass or something he refuses because he's trying to avoid covering alcoholic yeah and she explains to him about the his relative who lived there previously the one we saw in the beginning of the film she had a son and a husband but the husband left her and she killed the son at five years old well Giorgio Giorgio that's well right. said that the Giorgio died Nobody yeah. knows how, but Giorgio died. Right. I thought it was implied that she killed him. 
Yeah, it wasn't. I think the, even the media sort of implies it. Yeah. But nobody knows how he died. It was right. just Giorgio has died, and they believe the mother did it as a way of getting back at the father. Right. <clears throat> so I think he goes back to bed. Yeah. And we see little ginger tom cat off he goes for a strut down into the cellar oh, that's it it's in the morning with the daughter but yeah. anyway, anyway cat goes down the cellar daughter follows she can hear something she says hello and like looking through the the, the, the little people with castle freak in there yeah she's looking through the people she's blind but she's how, blind how does she know to look through there <laughs> is there somebody in there yeah She's not very good with being blind. No, <laughs> There's no, a no. couple of bits I was watching it where yeah. she's dropped a walking stick yeah. and she and just goes, pat, pat. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she's like, she can't see him because she's blind. But we all know he's there because we can see him. Um, yeah, the cat goes in the room and she's trying to call the cat out. And again, she's blind. How does she know the cat's in there? Yeah. She's calling the cat out. She doesn't know if it's come out. Just because it's not around her feet fucking yeah exactly the cat's not meowing so. no so she ends up going back upstairs because right, yeah she falls down on her way down there right c- cuts her leg and then she's looking for the cat she starts freaking out for some reason yeah I'm not sure why but she's freaking out and runs up the stairs yeah, yeah. <clears throat> at which point mother Barbara like hear the freak because she's saying like there's somebody else here yeah she can hear something yeah, that must be it. She must do it making noise or something. Yeah. But yeah, she gets frightened, so she runs away, goes up the stairs, Barbara catches her. She has a massive barney with Jeff, because Jeff's supposed to be like looking after her yeah. while they inventory in the house. And uh, Jeff's all like, fuck this shit. I'm going to the pub. Does okay. he do that? I'm pretty sure he does that later. Is it? Yeah, yeah. He gets it is. something else. I know he gets like pissed off. Oh, that's it. He runs up to the top of the thing first and leave the castle. I'm pretty sure that was later as well. Later as well. No, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a while before he goes to the pub now because he's... The police come because the freak is like... The freak gets loose, doesn't he, first? Oh, that's it. They're sitting down having dinner and the mirror breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. We totally skipped over the freak breaking loose from the cellar in the first place. Yeah, because this thumb, the cat open. Bit, Yeah, he eats right. the cat and then he's like chopping yeah. down the cat. So back a little bit yeah she runs upstairs little daughter runs upstairs Jeffrey and Barbara Barney we go back down to see the cat Castle Freak has caught the cat pulls it through a little flap in the door yeah. which I think they really pulled that cat through yeah, that door yeah it looked horrible to be honest that yeah. cat was not happy yeah, about no. being dragged through that fucking Definitely flap not. and then Castle Freak is eating the cat yeah yeah pretty gross yeah Definitely. I think it cuts away to the family for a while then. Are yeah, they, well, they're having a lunch. Yeah, right. They're dinner. And then you come back to Castle Freak, and he, he's trying to break chains off the wall. He's thrashing about. And then he discovers that if he were to dislocate his thumb, he could pull off one of the arm restraints. So he does that in the most gruesome way possible. <laughs> Doesn't he bite it first? <laughs> Yeah, he tries to like chew through his thumb. Yeah, yeah. So we see him like having a little nibble. And then when he's chewed part way through and realizes that there's bone that he can't chew through, he just breaks it. Yeah. So his thumb's all hanging off, all yeah. manky and disgusting. It looks great yeah. in that, you know, this disgusting way. Yeah, yeah. Um, he slips off his, 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 the chains holding him from his one hand and he's free somehow. I think he gets it through like the loop or whatever because the other side's off. But yeah, we've got to mention at the start, he is chained to a wall. Mm. 
um, which is why when he's getting a whip in, he can't go anywhere because he's chained. Ha <laughs> ha! But yeah. But then he he keeps the one chain on his wrist throughout the entire film, doesn't he? Yeah, I think and it's stuck because he's only chewed off his one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still got one the just chain. like dragging behind him through the entire. Film. Which is one of the other things that really fucking annoyed me because he's like walking around with a chain yeah. and like walking behind people and nobody <laughs> hears him. Yeah, yeah. But then like he'll make a noise like oh. while people are like engaged in some sort of act or other yeah. and they're like what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah. it's like, what you missed the fucking chain that he's yeah. been dragging across the floor for the last fucking oh, ten minutes that's just a ghost <laughs> yeah that's just the fucking wind yeah um, yeah breaks free and he's loose starts heading up the stairs at the top of the stairs from the basement there's a mirror yeah and he um, gets we see like a shot of him walking and he's like one leg is sort of out where he shouldn't be yeah, where he's been chained up and not had much room to walk around, obviously he's all bent over. Yeah. He's all scarred to shit because he's been whipped with a cat and yeah. nine tails and for can, 40 years. Yeah. Know. And he's all gammy legs, long ass fingernails. Yeah, oh, fucking, that was horrible. Yeah. I hate long fingernails. Yeah. And uh, he can barely walk at this point, can he? He's like. Yeah, he's got his little hobble. Yeah. Because his foot's almost like his. Yeah. Um, what's that weird thing you have if you're a kid and you get like a weird boat leg? I don't know. Well, I don't he's got like a like a weird off at an angle leg yeah um, so difficulty walking but yeah he's sort of pottering along has a look in the mirror for the first time in 40 years yeah. and then smashes the mirror in rage he's mad because he's an ugly fucker <laughs> I don't blame him to be honest no nah, I think if I'd been spent 40 years in the basement being whipped yeah I'd be pretty fucking mad too yeah don't be too happy about it <laughs> I just eat the cat as well fucking hell yeah, pretty fucking desperate. Yeah, yeah. I'm eating for however many yeah. months, days, weeks it was that you yeah. stuck in there. Yeah, so the family, Jeff, Bob, and the kid, and the maid are all sort of jib-jabbing around having their dinner and they hear the glass break. And they come running out. But Castle Freak, who can hardly hobble along, he is like grease lightning. He is yeah, fucking he's gone. gone. And it literally takes him 10 seconds to get to where he, where he is, or where he was, and he's gone. It took fucking 30 seconds to get to the mirror. <laughs> um, and then... What happened then? I'm not sure what happened then. Is this the pub bit now? Does he go to the pub? Because they're arguing about... No, they can't be arguing about the mirror. No, yeah. Um, he... I think it's just sort of them pottering around the house and then they can sort of hear Castle Freak every now and again and freak out. And then yeah. Castle Freak comes into the daughter's bedroom at night, I believe. Yes, because he's all rummaging around and he sneaks around the castle and the daughter can sense something in her room, that's it. She yeah. freaks out. Yeah, so they call the police. Police don't do anything about it because it's just... It's a big castle with 150 yeah. rooms. Yeah. And they can't spare, spare the manpower to search the place. And Jeffrey's quite insistent that they search it, but obviously they don't. Because it's just somebody heard something at night. And why would we search on that basis? Not enough evidence. There's no signs of breaking and entering. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed if, like, some dudes are like, oh, yeah, dude, search my 150 room castle because yeah. we heard potentially nothing. A whistle. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right, So this is when he goes to the pub. I'm pretty sure there's another bit before that as well. Actually, no. Yeah. They have an argument, don't they? They have an argument about something. Doesn't he go down to the cellar and see the graves? Or the tombstones. Yeah. Before he does the pub, because they have an argument then about the picture. Ah, yes. He tries to get her back up to have a look. That's it. So there's like a, what do you call it, mausoleum? Yeah, yeah. At the house. 
uh, in the basement along with the Castle Freak and the Wine Cellar and Jeffrey's having a look because he's seen a picture of Giorgio in a photo album or a picture of some kids in a photo album, family photo album nonsense and he goes and has a look and there's little Giorgio's grave built into a wall little tombstone thing, plaque on a wall and there's a photo and the kid looks just like JJ it's like, it's like JJ's there so Jeffrey goes and gets Barb and he's like, Barbara, did you come look at this? And she's like, Meh. And when he's doing that, when he's looking at the picture, Castle Freak is in the background. And he's, because he, he makes a noise and he's, <laughs> Yeah, he's just sort of hobbling along because he's still in the bed sheet at this point. As That's well, right, he's yeah, off yeah. the daughter's bed. Yeah. And he's sort of all wrapped up in the bed sheet because he knows he's ugly. He's trying to hide his hideous face. And he's sort of in the background while Jeffrey Coombs is looking at this picture of his son. JJ. Yeah, yeah. Giorgio um, so yeah he comes back down Barbara picture's gone it's like I'm telling you Barbara would, well not Barb because she's not called Barbara but whatever her name is I'm going to call her Barb yeah. oh, I've ruined the acting bit look showing off my mad skills <laughs> I'm telling you Barb it was here a picture of JJ but it's gone yeah they both go down to the mausoleum and the picture's gone so Castle Freak has obviously taken that and fucked off with it somewhere so they have a massive argument and she blames him, obviously, for killing their son, blinding their daughter, and being just a drunk douchebag. And then she says, he says he wished it was, he wished it was him that yeah. died. And she goes, so do I. So do I. Oh, Ooh. savage bird. Right in the balls. So he's fucked this, runs up to the top of the castle, yeah. looks like he's going to throw himself off, and he thinks, nah, yeah. Yeah. just go to the pub. So he's sitting he's in the pub. rock bottom. In rock bottom again. Drinking, I don't know what you would call that glass. It's not a shot glass, is it? It's a no. funny little aperitif. It's like a little glass. Tumbler sort of glass. Yeah. Drinking whiskey. Yeah. And the pub gets busy. And... A prostitute comes in. Except we don't know she's a prostitute. No. At the time. You kind of get the impression she yeah. is, the way she's swanning around looking yeah. at all the dudes. And Jeffrey's pissed. And he's all like, buy this lady a drink. And so the barman gets her a drink and then he knocks it, spills it all over, and he's like, I'm oh, sorry, I suppose I owe you a glass of wine. Why don't you come back to my place? Yeah, they kick him out of the pub first, though. 24 hours a day. Yeah, because the policeman's there from the one who was in the house earlier. And he's like, you got to go, man. Yeah. He says you're cut off. Just me. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because you're pissed as Cause fuck. You're the drunkest man alive. <laughs> so he decides to bring the prostitute back to the castle to have a look at his wine collection. Bam, chicka, bam, Yeah. So in poor Jeffrey's defence, he hasn't had any for a while. He's keen. Um, he tries to offer a drink of wine by spilling it over her head. Yeah. She won't talk about that. Yeah, cascades it all down her tits. Um, she forgives him pretty quickly though. Yeah, she's she's all like, yeah, well, I gotta get paid, so let's yeah. just get on with it. So they start necking in possibly one of the most uncomfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. looking necking scenes yeah, I think I've ever seen. You know, like when you're a kid and you like imagine, right, okay, kissing girls, and yeah. it's all like, oh, it's gonna be all, oh, oh. He makes you look like really clumsy and difficult. Yeah. I don't know whether that's a testament to like 
him trying to keep pretending he's drunk or whether it's just like he doesn't do much kissing on screen so he's just gonna like fucking go for it because <laughs> he's <laughs> fucking going for it up like. he's full on hamming it up yeah, yeah. chewing her face off yeah. severe head nodding it's all going on yeah um but yeah Castle Freak is sneaking around creeping yeah, in the background and Jeff gets her boobs out and starts chewing on her boobies a little bit and then he lifts up a skirt pulls down her pants and goes to town downstairs all the while Castle Freak is getting an eyeful and this is really important for later because Castle Freak is obviously taking note and uh, yeah Jeff gets Gets, gets underway, gets done, and he's like, you gotta go. And she's all like, yeah, pay me. And he's all, doesn't understand the, the language barrier. Yeah. But eventually he clicks on and he's all disgusted with himself and pays her. So she's trying to sneak back out of the castle without getting seen. Yeah. Or she's walk, walking on the castle trying to look for things to steal, because she did steal a few things on the way in, I believe. Ah, uh, like maybe I missed that. The cork, like the corkscrew, she sticks out of the bag. Ah, that wasn't his, I know. Sneaky bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Never take a prostitute home. Yeah, yeah. Always go to a hotel. That yeah. way she's not stealing your shit. Yeah, totally. Except for potentially your wallet and your phone. <laughs> yeah. Anything else may have on you at the time. Yeah, so she's creeping around the house, possibly looking for stuff to steal. Except obviously she's not aware there's a castle freak in the castle. Yeah. I guess got. Well, I say guess got. She gets a sheet thrown over her, yeah. and that's that. Yeah. Until we come back to it later, I believe. Because the next scene then is the policeman knocking on the door of the castle and asking to search it because a woman's gone missing. Obviously, the prostitute from last night. Uh, Jeff is not overly cooperative. Um, don't know why, to be honest. Because he's sure that she's not in the castle. I think it's sort of an admittance of guilt. Yeah. Because his wife's there. So it's uh, if I let you in, it's like I'm admitting. But then he's that already admitted that she, she was, was there. Yeah, you know? uh, maybe. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Why you wouldn't? Why you wouldn't let them search? I mean, obviously, it makes sense narrative-wise because if they did search the castle, they found the woman, then they <laughs> yeah. found the castle freak, they found the other. Game over. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff kicks up the stink. You're not coming in. Um, find some more evidence or some nonsense I don't know but uh, yeah then we cut back to after Barbara gives Jeff a slap and says you brought a whore into our house with our daughter here and Jeff's all like I was lonely and drunk <laughs> oh yeah he does actually say that <laughs> <laughs> like one excuse is the other yeah, yeah who isn't often lonely and drunk but no, he says, I was lonely. She says, you were drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. Like, Can't I be both? Can't I be both? <laughs> he doesn't yeah. say that, but he should. He should, he should totally say that. Because, yeah. Drunk. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so we go we got back to Castle Freak. We see prostitute lady. The lady of the night. She's awake. But her hands are in chains he's the castle freak has tied her up so they're chained together and castle freak's got his weird sheet thing going on and he's trying to like talk to her in his weird castle freak way and like yeah. calm her down but it's not going so hot 
but prostitute lady, she's got street smart. She knows she needs to play along when the moment presents itself, try and get away. So she's playing along and letting him touch her and there's a little bit I mean, of, she doesn't look too happy about it and all that. No, I mean, she's not daft. She's going along with it just to save her life. Yeah. She knows the score. <coughs> so Castle Freak is trying to offer her some wine, much like oh, Jeffrey did. Yeah. And she's having none of it. I mean, you don't want the back soil from that, do you? Nah, not from mm. Castle Freak, man. Mm. Um, so Castle Freak puts the bottle down and then starts helping himself to her tits. Except he's all kissy, kissy, kissy. He's chewy, chewy, chewy. And we see him bite and tear off a nipple. Yeah. Like the whole chunk of, not just the tip, we're talking the whole yeah, shebang. Pretty grim. <laughs> And she's fucking screaming. But he goes back to have a little eat, I think. And we cut away. We cut to Jeffrey's talking to the solicitor. Yes, that's right. In the same pub he was in the previous night. And while they're there talking about the case, the solicitor seems to think it's fine. You know, if you say she's not there, she's not there, then you know, don't worry about it. But then the bar receives a phone call for the lawyer. And it's the maid who's his sister I think we forgot to mention that didn't we we did so the lawyer and the maid they have brother and sister so he gets a call from his sister she's just found the maid's handbag bam, bam, bam. in the castle so she tells him he goes back to the table and pretty much just tries to get our friend Jeff to pay him a bit more bit of protection money yeah something like that I'll hide the bag for you yeah, until yeah. she's found and this all blows over yeah. but we have to rediscuss my fee yeah that's right sneaky bastard I know. Jeff's having none of it though no good old Jeff you don't trust these shifty Italians no so it cuts back to the maid here screaming yeah that's right yeah yeah obviously we we know what it is but she doesn't but of course she goes to investigate this frail old lady and she's creeping down into the cellar pottering round hears more screaming pokes her head round the door and there's Castle Freak all sheeted up face down in prostitutes lady garden (laughs) definitely got AIDS from that He's obviously for copying it, copying uh, old Jeff. Yeah. Except I think he's got the wrong idea because it's clear when he pulls his face up, judging by the state of his face, that he's been dining on that, yeah, yeah. like chewing parts of it off. <laughs> Definitely got AIDS. <laughs> you don't see it. It's all suggested, so maybe it's just my dirty brain. But well, no, he comes up bloody. Yeah. You know, and he's already chewed a nipple off her, so I'm guessing he's going to chow down on other parts. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. But I'm just, you know, just in case it's not. I don't want to be like, I don't know, I'm making it more weird than it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I think I've ever seen in another movie before. Yeah. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's like a secret, sacrilegious thing. You don't like show footage of people eating genitals, or female genitals anyway. Yeah. I I can see that being a thing. Yeah? Yeah. If anybody knows any other films where female genitals get eaten, please let me know, because maybe it's a new niche I'm into. 
don't know. Do you enjoy it that much? <laughs> so the maid's freaking out, as you would. There's some guy eating vagina, like... Of potentially a corpse. Al, al fresco? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely al fresco. Right? <laughs> 100%. So Castle Freak freaks the fuck out he's got caught doing the dirty. And... Uh, well, no, she, she doesn't see Castle Freak. She uh, walks in and sees, sees the, the prostitute corpse, right? on the floor and she thinks she's dead. She's not dead quite yet. But um, she walks up to her, touches her on the shoulder, I believe. That's and it. then she wakes up and then Cassifree comes from behind her and hits her with a pole or something. Right. Ah, oh, with his chain, that's it. And yeah. then he keeps whipping around the yeah, chain yeah. to beat her to death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty gruesome end to a nice lady yeah. that cooked dinner. She was friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. So the police come back to the house. They they've got Jeff arrested. They arrest him at the house when they find the bodies, and they because they come back first, they find the bodies. I'm I'm pretty sure we've missed a part because she Barbara's gonna leave at some some point, isn't she? That's it. I got it. I know where we are. Yeah. It's not like we didn't just watch this film twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So Barbara's gonna leave, and Jeff's all like he's. You can't leave. You're not allowed to leave. Yeah. Because I I figured out what it is that's going on. Jeff's got it all sussed. My man, he's on the fucking ball. And he runs off back into the castle. Barbara's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm going. And as they're driving down the drive of the castle, the police are there and they're like, you can't leave. We need you to give us your testimony. Yeah. Um, because we have to go question him. So they go into the castle and Jeff is there with a spade smashing Fast, the That's right. He goes into the mausoleum. Yeah. And he pulls out poor little Giorgio's coffin, busts it open, and there's nothing but rocks, empty. He's like, see, I told you, there was somebody in this castle. And conveniently, right next door to where the mausoleum bit is, is where the bodies are. Yes. The, the dead prostitute and the maid. Hmm. That's it, because the, the dead prostitute wasn't dead straight away, was she? Because yep. I remember thinking, wow, that's got to be a pretty grim way to go because obviously she's died from blood loss. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think chewing off a nipple and some of your lady downstairs bits is enough to kill you. That's got to yeah. be like blood loss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is a pretty grim way to go. That's probably one of the most grimmest ways. I mean, to... yeah, there are a few grim ways to go, and that's probably up there, like. Yeah, I think I think I think about this scene way too much. <laughs> You're focusing on that. Yeah, I see. I'm locked Just in let, now. Let it go. <laughs> question the science <laughs> <laughs> never question the science um, yeah so of course the police they automatically arrest Jeff the bodies are right there in his castle right next to where he's finding about and they take him in for questioning um, the police guy leaves two police officers with Barbara and the daughter oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. and they take Jeff in for questioning uh, what happened next yeah he's in the interrogation room oh Barbara asks him to go get water yeah that's right yeah the two policemen so instead of just going to get some water, Barbara clumsily asks the policeman to go and get some water. Aqua. <laughs> I need aqua. Water? Can I have some water? K? Aqua. Oh, see. Sí. <laughs> K, they're not Spanish. <laughs> uh, I haven't travelled much, so I don't know. It works for uh, me. They all speak the same language. <laughs> yeah. It's not English, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, one of them sends the other one, the policeman, to go and get some water and there's some dust coming from like a chimney type area in the kitchen and he goes to check that out 
and then a chain comes down and strangles him. Pulls him up into pulls the him up chimney. Right, yeah, yeah. So, cut them to, I think it's Jeffrey then, isn't it, in the police station? Back in the police station. And the policeman who's doing the interrogation brings out his truth stick. <laughs> stick of truth? Or yeah. <laughs> well, just a stick, he doesn't call it the truth stick. But I'm imagining that's what he said in Italian. Yeah. This is a nice stick I used to get the truth out of people. <laughs> Stop lying, tell yeah. me the truth. Yeah. So I think violence is implied then, but you don't actually see him beating him with it yet. Then we come back to the castle, where Barbara is a bit pissed she hasn't got a water yet. Yeah, she's still waiting on her fucking yeah. maid, yeah. police maid, to bring her back her so She goes out to have a go with the other guy. Like, where the fuck's my water? Don't actually say that, but yeah. It's implied. It's implied. In her tone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fucking bitch. She's a bit pissed that she hasn't got a water yet. It's like, I'll go and check. So he goes out. And I can't remember how he, how he gets killed. Um, Castle Freak's lying there on the floor with the sheet on it, and the guy like walks over to it. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is that? In Italian, though. And uh, Castle Freak just jumps up, pounces on him, and like chews his fucking oh, yeah, face, yeah. chews like, his eyeball out, mm. almost. Yeah. Kind of. And then cuts away, so God knows what else he did to him. Because yeah. I don't think you can die from having your cheek bitten off. Something grim. Mm. I know that. Um, cut back to Jeff in the police station yes the truth stick is out on the table mm. he's getting really fucking pissed now the policeman Jeff says something to piss him off so he gets a clout with a club the truth stick bang except Jeff is telling the truth so he gets knocked the fuck out instead and uh, <laughs> the other police officers pull him off they're all like dude you can't do that but again it's in Italian so guess that's what they say yeah more likely and they leave the room with poor Jeff knocked KO on the floor but Jeff comes too and the truth stick's been left behind so he picks up the truth stick and he waits for the guy to come back in and as he comes back in he gives him a taste of his own truth stick around the back of his head and then he click, he jumps out the window <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to point this bit out because it was a boo-boo I noticed obviously wherever the truth stick is made out of I'm assuming probably cardboard or something. Jeff obviously really did clip the guy around the back of the head with the truth stick because as he's running away, if you look closely at the stick, it's no longer a truth stick, it's more like a truth... Banana. Banana, yeah. It's bent around the guy's head, whereas if that was <laughs> solid timber, I don't think it would bend. Mm. But yeah, Jeff runs out the window, <coughs> whoosh, jumps out, gone. We cut back to the castle and Barbara I think goes to have a look at where the policeman's gone yeah. leaving the daughter on her own she is thirsty as fuck by this point she is busting for this fucking water it's like how many Italian police officers does it take <laughs> to get, get a glass of fucking water out of here <laughs> um, but yeah so she goes looking and leaves the poor blind daughter on her own yeah. which is the perfect opportunity for Castle Freak to tag along and being in mind what he's been up to previously it's not looking too clever for uh, little baby I think he might want to do some mischief. Yeah, some freaky tit mischief. <laughs> freaky tit mischief. <laughs> so, of course, Barbara hears little Barbara screaming, comes running to try and find her. Little blind Barbara. Little blind Barbara. And uh, Castle Freak is like trying to point, he's got the picture of little Giorgio. He's trying to point to her and tell her that, you know, this is me in this picture. This handsome little boy is where I used to be. Except the girl's blind. Yeah. She's like, finally clicked that she's blind. And he's like waving his hand in front of her face. 
So this is where we get the big face reveal because he takes oh, off. Yeah, we haven't seen his face up to this point. Yeah, it's all being shrouded in his little bedsheet. He takes it off. We can see just how mangled his face is. He's pretty fucked up. But he's hoping they're like, because she can't see, she'll love him anyway. And he's trying to get freaky with her. <laughs> oh, we totally forgot about the missing his dick bit. I was just thinking of that, yeah. Just as we were getting to trying to get freaky the second time. Yeah. So, back yeah, when he's point trying to... the film is this? This is when he's trying to bone the prostitute. Is it? I thought it was before that. I think, yeah, I think it's the prostitute bit, because, like, he, like... That's right, yeah, yeah. Opens yeah, his yeah, sheet yeah, yeah. to expose himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see what is essentially what's left of what's been chopped off and yeah. a pair of rusty old balls. I remember I was looking at my phone and I looked up at the screen and all I could see was this grizzled, <laughs> grizzled rusty ball bag. <laughs> Which begs the question, like, if he hasn't got a dick to do anything, why is he trying so hard to get laid? He's just copying, copying Jeff. He's copying, he's trying to learn from the master. Yeah. Master cocksmith Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, daughter. He's trying. To, he's trying to bang the daughter. Except he's trying to be smooth about it. He's you know neck kisses and stroking her face and playing with her hair. Except she doesn't know what the fuck's going on because she's blind as fuck. So she's just like screaming and shouting. So Barbara comes downstairs, and Barbara's all like, "You don't want her. You want me. Come get me." Opens her shirt up, sort of fiddles with her breast a little bit, and he's all like, ah, "Yeah." I could get down for a bit of Barbara. But Barbara, she's got something behind her back, hidden. Yeah. And so Castle Freak's doing his little weird shamble over. Starts sort of nuzzling Barbara. Oh, yeah. Except Barbara, wham! Quick as fuck, slabs. Slabs? slabs. Quick as fuck, slams a big-ass kitchen knife into his back. And he's fucking screaming and howling, and she runs over and picks up little Barb. I get that, you know, in the moment, you don't really think of these things, but would it be better if she didn't leave the knife there? And I think it breaks off, doesn't it? No, I think he's, he's stuck it in. I'm pretty sure. Because when he cuts back to the bedroom scene later, yeah. I could only see the blade. So I'm oh, sure okay. like, oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe that might have just been a balls up. There might be another one that I found. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she grabs, she grabs little Barb and runs away. And as they get out the side, they run outside into the little courtyard bit. Crash! Out of the fucking window, Castle Freak fucking jumps out. Yeah. This guy that can barely fucking walk, shuffle along, can somehow torpedo himself out of like a two-story window. Chained to a wall for 40 years. No <laughs> muscle degradation at all. <laughs> He's in perfect fucking shape. Land, bang, on his feet like a cat. And then start shambling back after him. Yeah. Um, they managed to get back into like the master bedroom where mummy used to be. And uh, they hide in a cupboard and Castle Freak he's looking round he's all finding stuff that reminds him of being little poor Giorgio yeah he finds the cat and nine, and nine tails he finds the cat and nine tails which again don't question the science but he starts having a bit of a paddy starts swinging his cat and nine starts swinging his cat and nine Starts swinging this cat of nine tails around. Now, my understanding, if I'm correct, is a cat of nine tails, there are essentially nine strips. Yeah. And at the end of these strips are metal ball bearings with hooks on. Like a hook. I don't know about the hooks, but 
because that's where the whole tearing of the flesh comes from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen them without like the. I'm pretty sure I've seen them without the hooks, like just yeah, a whip just the sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So my assumption is based on his scarring, he's been like fucking. Yeah. It's ripped the flesh off him. So he's swinging this thing round, and he's like demolishing a fucking oak cupboard yeah, yeah, yeah. with hooky balls. Yeah. But like I said, kids never question the science. No. Cause he's strong as fuck, even though he's been chained to a wall for years. <laughs> I can't walk properly. Yeah. But he's got enough upper power body strength to, <laughs> to launch himself out of a window and then destroy a room. Smash a cupboard. With a whip. <laughs> with a whip. Um, I think then he disappears. He like goes off trying to find them. Yeah. And they sort of skulk away, but he catches them in the hall. Yes. They must make a noise in the hall. I can't yeah. remember to be honest. So the next thing I remember is them being outside of the room. Yeah. yeah, so somehow he's fucking chased them up onto the roof. And they pinned. They backed up. They got nowhere to go on top of this fucking castle roof. They're screaming. Barb's screaming. Little Barbara's screaming. Little Castle Freak Giorgio. Well, little. Little cat. Fucking hell. Castle Freak Giorgio, he's creeping along, looking all lechy as fuck. Yeah. With his little chain. Oh no, this is it. They're in trouble. But my man, Jeff. Reanimator himself. He turns up. He's like, hey, Giorgio. I don't think he does, but it'd be really cool if he did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is my truth stick. <laughs> <laughs> He's brought his truth stick with him yeah. and they start fighting. Jeff. Yeah, he runs up the roof, doesn't he? he runs up the roof. Castle, roof chase, castle freak chases him. They have a little scrap, a little back and forth, a little tent tent. Um, Jeff obviously notices he hasn't got a dick, but he's still got balls because he gives him what for in the nutsack. <laughs> Fucking Castle Freak goes down. Um, he starts smashing his head into the roof, and we're all like, yeah, Castle Freak's done. Yeah. Jeff saved the day. Of course he did. Jeff comes down, sees fam. So like, yo, I redeemed myself. See that? I fucking fucked that castle freak up. I wish those were the best of the That'd be incredible. But castle freak ain't done. He's not out. He's been chained up for 40 years, getting the fucking shit ripped out of him on a daily basis. He can manage a bit of head banging. Yeah. So, Jeff and castle freak go at it again, but castle freak gets the upper hand, puts Jeff on his ass this time. Except Jeff's not really used to it because he used to be a teacher. So That's right, yeah. Scrapping is not one of his... fired uh, for his political beliefs, weren't he? Yeah. So he could have been a Nazi. Yeah, fucking racist Jeff. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't idolise him before I do a background <laughs> check. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, Jeff's on the floor, trying to get his wind back. Castle Freak's approaching, baby Barbara and Barbara. So, oh, shit, son. But the chain, the chain's still dragging on the floor. Jeff... He's all like, I fucking got this. I'm gonna take one for the team. Grabs the chain, ties the, puts his hand through the hand manacle, whatever the fuck the term is for the manacle. Yeah, yeah manacle. I got it right. See, I know some words. He got his hand in the manacle. manacle it's just manacle. <laughs> <laughs> he got his hand in the manacle, and he's all like, Yo, castle freak bitch, pulls the chain. <laughs> castle freak, like, what? And then Jeff throws himself off the fucking castle roof, man. Pulling, subsequently, Castle Freak down with him. Bang! It's the courtyard. Barb, little Barb run down. Jeff's all like, 
oh, I'm dying. Bob's all like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I forgive you. I forgive you. I think Jeff asks for forgiveness, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like, do you, do you forgive me? He's like, oh, here's the moment of truth, man. She's going to be fucking cold, but she's like, I forgive you. And then Jeff dies happy. That's all he ever wanted, man. It's just forgiveness. Die happy. Yeah, die happy. He was just, just wanted to get along. I think this is the, this is, you know, wow. Sacrificed himself to save a wife that wouldn't fuck him, would hardly even look at him, and a daughter that can't look at him. <laughs> Let me know what's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and subsequently kill him in the castle freak. Which also, we kind of forgot to mention, it is revealed that they're brothers because Jeff's dad is Giorgio's dad. Ah, uh, right. I must have missed that. Missed that, yeah. I forgot to mention that, but yeah. That's what the lawyer was talking to him about. In the... Yeah. Right. And there we have it, folks. Castle Freak. Yes. Um, <clears throat> we watched the 88 film's Blu-ray release, which looked pretty swish. It did, yeah was very impressed um, especially as one of the bonus features on it is what was the little mini film called The Evil Clergyman The Evil Clergyman which apparently is a, like they tried to film like an anthology mm. um, and this is going to be one of said parts of the anthology but the footage was lost for it was like, filmed in like 88 wasn't it yeah. yeah I think it was lost for like 27 years or so maybe um but yeah, it's been found and released, and obviously it's the VHS footage, like they've just transferred it. Yeah, oh, it looked fucking terrible. And it looked terrible, <laughs> yeah. but it's it makes you like appreciate the sort oh, of yeah, quality yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one of these people that can sit there and tell you like, oh yeah, this is in this aspect ratio and yeah, the fucking yeah. picture quality. Is how many pixels on screen? But when you like put in next to other stuff, it's, it is a significant improvement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Castle Freak. What do you think, Dave? I loved it. It was great. I mean, in comparison to films, I mean, you're going to compare it to films like Reanimator and From Beyond and stuff like that. I'd still prefer, like, Reanimator yeah. over this. But it was good, you know? I enjoyed it. Yeah, if you saw it, because you've seen, you watched From Beyond, you said recently. I did. Well, I watched it while I was editing one yeah. of the podcast episodes, so I wasn't really paying, like, loads of attention. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we were to argue, let's call it the trilogy, because right, you've got yeah. both Jeff and Barbara, and, and both, all three, both, what's a fucking trilogy, you moron, yeah. all three done by Stuart Gordon. And all three based on H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. How would you rate, in what order would you rate those three? Ooh. Um, I'd go reanimate first, obviously, and then probably Castle Freak, and then From Beyond. But mm-hmm. again, I didn't paid loads of attention to From, from beyond, beyond so it was just dipping and out so that's probably tainted my opinion slightly for me it goes the other way around for the last two for me I'd put From Beyond in, in second place yeah. and Castle Freak last and it's not so much because I don't like Castle Freak mm. um, I really like Castle Freak it's one of my favourites but I think there's something almost with like the way that film is shot in comparison to the other two I mean bearing in mind Reanimate was in 1980 something yeah, and From yeah. Beyond was in the 80s yeah a castle freak is 95 mm. but it almost looks worse yeah like like cheaper yeah, yeah, yeah um some of the camera work is not necessarily as good as in those other films mm. whether that's just because they were on a smaller budget yeah. you didn't really give a fuck about this point i don't know yeah yeah but um 
Yeah, from an aesthetics point of view, yeah, I, I'm all reanimator from beyond. Yeah, well, at least we agree on the first one. Uh, yeah, I'd love to watch those three as a fucking triple bill as well. Yeah. So definitely. if anybody from Prince Charles Cinema is listening, I will make the trip to London <laughs> yeah, yeah. for uh, Reanimator, From Beyond, and Castle Freak triple bill. That's only like three films. And if you're going to do an all night, you might as well check the other two in there. So why not check in Bride of Reanimator and Beyond Reanimator? Yeah, we could do that. Bride Beyond. Fucking hell. We've got the other two. <laughs> Reanimator, Bride, Beyond, From Beyond. And Castle Freak, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, there we are, do that. So there we are, that was Castle Freak. Have you seen Castle Freak? What do you think of Castle Freak? Do you like Castle Freak? Do you want to watch Castle Freak? Has this episode made you want to buy Castle Freak? If it has, make sure you tell A8 Films that you bought it because we told you it was good. (laughs) That way, they might do an interview with us because I asked them and nobody got back to me. Yeah. And, or has us describing the entire plot of the film <laughs> scene by scene made you think oh maybe I don't need to watch it now <laughs> oh, we essentially just filled your ears with a lovely story for the past hour I would call it a lovely story a lovely story it is a lovely story it's a story about a man saving his farm story of redemption yeah story yeah. of redemption of a drunk man uh, versus a castle freak yeah I mean how often do you get stories about castle freaks there's not enough castle freak stories true so there we are Thank you once again for joining us. Feel free to follow us on all our Twitter and Instagram stuff. Just search for Groovy Ghoulies Podcast and it'll probably come up. Yeah, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. The podcast is featured on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, CastBox. CastBox, yeah, that's the one I use. It's on CastBox. SoundCloud. There's a link to our SoundCloud in our Instagram bio. I'm not sure if it's in the Twitter bio. We'll sort all this shit out. We'll tidy stuff up. And this will be the he last time. On episode nine. <laughs> yeah, episode nine. This is the last time you'll hear us like bumbling through all this shit. Yeah. Because we're going to record gonna a bumper. Fill, record a couple of bumpers probably. Yeah, yeah. Especially like an intro bumper because like, I don't know. Me I saying, don't know, man. I think the intro should be like, not so much unique, but it should be like <laughs> an off the cuff thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I'm funny enough to like deliver a unique I don't know, I quite, I quite like the way you do it. There we are. Do you want to hear me telling you welcome to the podcast in a variety well, of ways? You don't, want next... a, you don't want a pre-recorded intro. Surely. Nah, surely not. Surely you want to hear me making a fool of myself. Anyway, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you all. And, uh, yeah, if you actually listen, then let us know what you, know, you think. Because we've got, obviously, people listening, but nobody's saying anything. Yeah, leave us a review somewhere. Yeah, either a review or just some, you know, even if you think we're, we're shit, just tell us so that we know that somebody's, we can put a, a, a you know, a name to a listener. Yeah, it'd be nice to know, like, we've got listeners outside of our wives <laughs> yeah. and friends. It's like, we're getting plays, we know we're getting plays, we're getting loads of plays, places, like America. There's loads of American people who listen, apparently. Yeah, I don't know anybody in America. If you're in America and you listen to this podcast... You must be doing social media of some description somewhere. Just fucking heal some abuse or something. Tell me a joke. I like jokes. <laughs> yeah, go and tell Griff a joke. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, till next time. See you later. Yeah. yeah.